Hello, welcome to the Peel Good Podcast. Thanks for joining us again. I am Marissa Davis, uh, Creative Director for Clementine Creative, and I am joined today by Tristan Crum, our lead web developer. Hey, Tristan. Hey, happy to be here. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really glad that you're joining us today. Um, we are talking about all things web. Specifically, we wanted to talk about when it's time to redesign and what that means and how you know what kind of signs you can pick up on to know that it's time to redesign your website. So I wanted to start with a common question. Um, you know, we've all seen websites that look outdated and they've got crazy backgrounds and maybe music or if you're really old school, dancing babies walking across the screen. Um, and I think we all know that those are major no-nos of today's web world, but um, wanted to kind of go into what are some web design thoughts that uh, or triggers that you know are not obvious that are signs you need to re redesign your website. So oh, let's certainly. start with the typical shelf life of a standard website. So generally, what you're going to see when it comes to pretty much any organization or business is you'll have a website that generally will be built around three periods. So for example, that first year, brand new, it's fresh, everything's working well. When that second year comes on that website, that's when really you want to start to begin to do some evaluations on what's happening with the website, if there's any trends in the market that shifted, or any new technologies that can be implemented. And on that third year is really when it's time to then take a full evaluation of what the website's doing and what changes need to be made. So generally within those three years, you want to recycle that website. So every three years, something new will most likely happen when it comes to technology, which we've seen there's a lot of change. So generally every three years, take a look, evaluate the website and see what changes can be made. Yeah. So I think we can probably closely tie that to what we've dealt with in the last three years, which we can see that there has been a lot of change um, that has happened specifically through the pandemic. And a bunch of companies and businesses have had to morph the way that they do business specifically on the web. Um, can you speak a little bit about to where we are now versus um, where we were before? Yeah, certainly. So we've seen in this post-pandemic world, there's been a lot of changes in terms of the market and the industry, and specifically when it relates to businesses and how they interact with their customers. For example, if we look at an organization like Amazon or like Grubhub, they were really in a good position to be able to take advantage of the situation due to the fact that they had a design-forward thinking mentality when it came to making sure that their services were accessible online for all of their users, which honestly, when we look at the pandemic, for businesses who are ready for it, it was a good opportunity for them to grow. And for businesses who weren't ready, honestly, oftentimes it became that final nail in the coffin for them. So it's super important for businesses to really keep an eye on what's happening with the market, and especially when it comes to this life in post-pandemic. Yeah, I know we've talked about you know curbside pickup and things like that, and wanting to have all of the information immediately accessible to you um, as a consumer. So that idea of having like this mobile phone stuck next to your pocket or in your hand at all times, you have constant immediate access to the information that you want to seek. Uh, and speaking to that, you know, I'm sure mobile 
friendly websites are a very important part of the way we do business today. It really is. When you think about individuals nowadays, they want things and they expect things to work flawlessly. And even during the pandemic, when there was a real shift in the industry, like you mentioned before with curbside pickup, curbside pickup is no longer something that businesses can kind of say, "Ah, I might try this. Rather now it's a standard and people expect that. And oftentimes when they're trying to go through these services, like you mentioned, they're trying to use their cell phone. Now, most times when it comes to building something, whether it's an application or website, utilizing a mobile first mentality and design philosophy is really what makes and breaks different businesses. So for example, again, if you would look at an app like Uber, Uber focused primarily on their mobile app. They do have a website and they have all these other things, but in order to make sure that users are happy and able to have a good experience with their organization, they really put all the time and effort into that mobile app and it paid off well for them. I think that we all have become incredibly accustomed to utilizing our mobile phone as the number one way that we seek information and specifically to curbside pickup and getting any type of um, food pickup or delivery or anything like it's right there in our hands. So I completely understand as a customer, how important it is to have a mobile friendly site. Um, And again, speaking back to immediacy for a minute, sometimes that split second can make or break the opportunity between your business and your customer. I really can. When you think about, again, that same thing we're talking about when it comes to mobile phones, the immediacy that needs to be there has to be a core function and a core feature of that application or that website. And oftentimes, when websites aren't properly optimized, is when you can really see who's really going to do well and also who's going to fall to the bottom. So oftentimes, websites can utilize different things like optimization with CDNs, Or in this case, something really cool has now come out, which is the Google Search Console, which now puts the power back into the hands of individual users and really business owners as well. Because oftentimes what we're trying to see is our website or is our application really ready for the mainstream? Is it ready for Google listings? And also, is it really set up in a way that our users and our customers can get to it? By using Google Search Console, we can really get like a health checkup for our website. So for example, (laughs) even for myself, If I were to try to see how am I doing health-wise, I would go to my doctor, they would run my blood, they would look at my sugar, and then I'd be able to kind of see, am I teetering toward diabetes or am I in a healthy way? Likewise, for the website, if you use a tool such as the Google Search Console, you can actually check out the health of your website. Is it optimized well? Is the speed running well? Especially for mobile users. A lot of times when they're actually connecting to our data, they're using it on a mobile network which often varies vastly depending on the carrier and the device. So super important to really focus on these kinds of technologies. So as far as core web vitals are concerned, is Google Search Console something that is easily accessible by any business owner? It really is. So for example, even for us here internally, we connect all of our businesses that we work with and our clients with Google Search Console. And likewise, anyone else can access this information too to really be able to tell how is their site doing. Like for us, when we're trying to see if our sites are performing well, whether it's on mobile, different devices, every month we run all of our websites to make sure that these things are up to par because then we're actually able to tell how these things are performing and if there's any adjustments that need to be made. 
And so really any business also can leverage these same skills because it's available to everyone. It's how the market's going. And I assume that that is going to greatly affect where your business shows up on Google search rankings as well. Obviously, we want to be on the top of the Google page. Exactly. Everyone's trying to reach the top. So in the past, oftentimes people would really focus on, I really need to get more keywords that they would say, or I need to put this certain type of thing into my website. But nowadays, really, the make or break for a website or ranking well really is two things. It's updating content frequently and making sure that your website is optimized and tested to make sure that it's actually doing well. Because they know, that being Google, that when a user expects something and that expectation is met, they're happy. It's a good experience. So likewise, we're going to make sure that we're able to deliver on that. In this instance, they want it and they want it now. I feel that for sure. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about privacy because that's another major issue that people are concerned with today. What do you think business owners need to be concerned or aware of as far as privacy and data is concerned and how it involves their customers? Well, certainly. So similar to the same vein we were just talking about when it comes to listing, we're starting to see a really a sweeping wall, you could say, that Google is now implementing when it comes to security. So for example, if you have a website that was, say, built in 2018, and for some reason, this website is lacking your SSL certification, Google will not allow their users to access that website. And a lot of internet service providers, likewise, they're following suit. For example, on AT&T, if you were to try to hit a certain website that is not secured, they will block it from the router level. So really, businesses really need to focus on making sure that their websites and their applications are accessible and secure. Because right now, data privacy, like you mentioned, is very important to individuals, especially when we see the different things with different organizations in the news who aren't really making that a concern or have had different issues with it. So really focusing on how you can make sure that your website is accessible and ranks well also comes down to making sure that it's secure. And there's a sweeping amount of laws that are now also being put in place to make sure that that does happen. So businesses, they need to be aware and they need to do something. Yeah, I think that's a really important note. You know, if you've got a great looking website, it doesn't matter if nobody is able to access it, right? Yep. It's like, uh, what's the saying? The tree falls in the wood, doesn't make a sound if no one's there. So in the same instance, if you're not able to put your website in front of individuals, regardless of how it looks, all the features you've put into it, all the work, it doesn't matter. They can't get access to it. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate your time today. And now that we've recognized as a business owner that it's time, I think the first step we would recommend is really to write down and identify your site's weaknesses and goals. And then we can start crafting those solutions for a new site, whether that's through us or somebody else. But obviously, you can contact Clementine if you need any help with your website services. 